do. Anyways, guys, welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, join, become a member, help out the channel. Be members only stream after this show today. Of course, you got the Patreon right there if you want to do that. And of course, the Film Junkie Closet. T-shirts down below. And, uh, yeah, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? here yep watching the uh world series right now and it's just like how how is it that two of the best records in baseball or not neither one in this world series crazy crazy what's going on mr eric good to see you you too baby it's right what's going on mr jason yeah. we got selena here we got selena kyle good to see you we got a lot of food what's up buddy Hello, I'm gay for you. It's here. Hello, darling. We got canceled. Dude. So that's what Jacob wants to do. He wants to cancel me. That's all he wants to do. We got Marilyn. Which uh, Aquaman 2 or Avatar 2? That is a good question. I would say most likely yeah, Aquaman, but I don't know. It's, that's a good question. It is a good question. Italian. Good to see ya. Michael right here also. Yeah. We got Krypton Pictures. Hello! How you doing? Ah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Your opinion also here. Let's see. Hello, everybody. We got Scotty right here. Uh, so long until the Braves are forced to lose their name. Uh, it won't be. It won't be too long. You know, I'm surprised they're actually still doing the chop. When I used to live in Alabama and I used to, we used to every now and again travel to Atlanta, to Georgia for the games. And, you know, that was always fun doing the, oh, see, but I don't know. Apparently they still, it's still okay to do that. So I guess we'll see what happens. Yo, what's going on, Abel? Good to see ya. Ha ha ha. Trust me, I got plenty. I got plenty and I'm just going to sit on that and see if it grows. I know that sounded very sexual, how I just mentioned that right now, but that's what I plan on doing when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, the crypto right there. So, doing what's up, of course. Yes, it was. Yes, it indeed he was. Yep, that's where I just got canceled right now, just by doing just by doing the chop, just by doing the Braves chop. Man, it's just crazy though. I mean, it, it is kind of cringy and annoying <laughs> to be honest. You know, people are just like, oh, it's like what what. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, it won't be, it won't be too long. It won't be too long until they get rid of that. Uh, probably uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will probably go away. I mean, the Indians are already trying to find their new name, right? So, yeah, yeah, doing a, oh, you, you, you. Yeah, well, we got a sequel coming out. That's all that matters. Great, great. Ah, just tighten that up a little bit. What's going on, Carrie? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Well, thank you guys for clicking in on this Tuesday, the day before I get to see Army of Thieves. That's right. We're going to be talking about, of course, I didn't, I wasn't lucky enough to get a screener because um, I just didn't send out the emails that I probably should have. Didn't get didn't get my screener, but I am going to the little virtual thing tomorrow. So Film Junkie Live is actually going to be, I think I'm going to start it at 4.30 tomorrow. So look forward to that. So Film Junkie Live will be early tomorrow because the virtual premiere for Army of Thieves is at 6 o'clock my time. So 
this time tomorrow, I'll be watching Army of Thieves. Looking forward to it. Uh, I know. I wish I, I wish I got a screener. Yes, we uh, the we got the uh, member the members only stream will be after this too. So if you guys want to take part in that, make sure you're a member. Pick my brain a little bit. We'll talk some tea, do all that stuff. But uh, yeah, so I'll be doing that tomorrow. And uh, yeah. We'll see. I'm uh, looking forward to it, but we'll talk about some of the reviews because, hey, guess what? They're pretty positive, which is great. It's absolutely fantastic. You're seeing last night in Soho tomorrow? It's okay. <laughs> Why you got to be so angry, Jacob? I'm actually going to see that the next day, but I'm going to see Army of Thieves tomorrow because, you know what? I want to support the new Snyderverse. That is the Army Snyderverse. So Zack Snyder, that's what I plan on doing tomorrow. So should be good stuff. Should be good stuff. Yes. Yeah, I can't, but I can't wait to see um, Last Night in Soho, too, because I am a, of course, big-time Edgar Wright fan. So looking forward to that. Got my art. You got your link? I'm trying. I don't even know if I've gotten my link, you know, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to uh, the Army of Thieves. I don't think I got my link, to be honest. So now I'm kind of worried. Maybe I won't be watching it tomorrow. I don't know. I haven't seen anything. But then again, I should probably look in my... There's probably... Maybe it's in the... Uh, whatchamacallit? Like the spam folder or something like that. Is it in the spam? Is it in the spam? Nah, I don't know. I don't see anything yet. So hopefully I get it. Hopefully I get it. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Are you look in your spam, fol spam folder? There is some random shit that just gets put in there. Yeah. I'm like looking. I'm like, what is that? There's just random stuff that gets put in your spam folder because, you know, sometimes, you know, your whatever email you use, they kind of try to break it down as that. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. There might be something in there that I need. They're telling me my car needs to be serviced again. So I don't know. Yeah. Yep, yep. Anyways, all right. So hopefully we'll get that. Oh, my bad. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, uh, oh, you're going to your first concert, Michael? That's cool. I haven't been to a concert since COVID started. Would love to. Would love to. Definitely would love to. So, But anyways, guys, appreciate you clicking in as per usual. Oh, wait, maybe I did get it. I did get my, all right, I got my RSVP. What am I talking about? I got it the other day. It's right here. <laughs> oh, what am I thinking? Yep. There it is. <laughs> it's there. I got it on Friday. We're good. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, well, I don't remember getting it. Holy shit. What the hell, man? I'm going to start texting Zach. Zach! What the hell? No, I got it. And I got my RSVP link right there. And it just shows you I got I to gotta clean up my email again. Check it again. So we're good. We're good. We're good. You just got Postmates. Good job. What'd you get? Something delicious, I hope. But anyways, uh, yeah. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Dune Part 2, which we knew was going to happen. No, without a doubt. And then we're going to talk about some uh, Val Zod, the Superman, the black Superman that we actually want to see. We don't we don't want to see the uh, the whatever JJ is cooking up, if that's even happening anymore. We want to see this black Superman. OK, we want to see Henry Cavill come back as the other Superman. And then, of course, I haven't talked really much about the Alec Baldwin situation. I haven't really talked about it at all. So I figured, you know what, let's talk about it because tragic and sad and all that stuff and i i just figured you know what let me just talk about it because i haven't yet and see what's going on when it comes to uh when it comes to that whole situation and man i tell you pretty damn tragic and it's uh it's pretty sad it's pretty sad what's going on rosemary we got rosemary here she hey she's made it two shows in a row i feel special 
I definitely feel, feel special. We got some magic here too, doing those magic tricks. Make sure you guys follow him on Instagram. Like I said, guy boggles my mind all the time when it comes to those magic tricks. Love it though. Love those card tricks, man. All right. Let's uh, let's get to the tweets here, huh? Let's go to the tweets. Let's see what happened in the Twitter world. Man, this is going to be an interesting game, man. The, the Braves are winning 3 nothing, which, good. You know, I'm rooting for the Braves because, you know, the Astros. But... I don't know. I would never rule the Astros out. This is a pretty uh, this is a pretty matched World Series right here, but the Braves are killing it right now. So there you go. But anyways, all right. Let's go to the tweets. Uh, let's see what's happening. Oh, nope, not that. All right. Let's go to them tweets right now. Okay. All right. Let's see what's going on with these two. What's going on, Paul and Jesse? What's going on? Good to see ya. Good to see ya. All right, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change because this man is showing up. That's right, we talked about it yesterday. Brendan Fraser, still not too sure if he's playing Firefox, which most likely the case, but there was a rumor that he might be playing Falcone too, which I don't know about that. But then again, you know, hey, Brendan Fraser could do no wrong. And again, no Brendan Fraser, you know, no mean things said about him, okay? Or else uh, Jose is going to kick you out. He'll definitely kick you out right there. And hey, did you guys see the uh, the new Cowboy Bebop trailer that came out? You know what? I haven't I I haven't watched I haven't watched the um, the the anime that it's based off of because I'm not really like big time in the anime. But watching this trailer, I'm down. This looks like uh, it's gonna be something uh, right up my alley. Sci-fi, a little bit of old school. Like it's got that vintage. That vintage cop-like vibe to it—that's uh, you know they would see with like old older uh, you know shows like your your '70s kind of shows. For some reason, it has that vibe to it, but it's all of course big time sci-fi. So I'm actually looking forward to this right here. So yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Bill Murray is going to be in um, Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum uh, Quantum Mania, apparently. So hey, there you go. I guess they uh, they probably called that secret phone. That Bill Murray has. I don't know if you guys know this, but apparently Bill Murray doesn't actually. I mean, he probably does have a cell phone, but he doesn't actually give that away. And apparently you have to you have to call a specific phone number to get in to get in contact with Bill Murray. Leave a message and he might call you back. Apparently he called somebody back and now he's going to be in uh, Ant-Man Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which hopefully for fuck's sake be better than the last Ant-Man and Wasp movie. Holy shit. That movie just, that's one of, one of the worst MCU movies was Ant-Man and the Wasp, bar nine. And I enjoyed the first one, and I love Paul Rudd. But what they did with the second one was just, what? What? I think I tried to watch it again, and I turned it off. I, I just did not like the second Ant-Man movie. It was not good. But he was great in Endgame. I liked him in Endgame. It was just bad writing, because they were trying to make, they were trying to make Scott dumber than he actually is to make, what's her name? look better because you know we're in 2021 and instead of just writing a stronger part for what's her name i can't remember her name i like her name in the movie well you know wasp and uh yeah they uh decided to dumb down scott big time and make him just like a big moron and i'm like that's not how you write that that's not how you do it and hey guess what guys the final runtime for matrix resurrections coming in at Two hours and 27 minutes. Holy shit, we got a home run. Five nothing. Braves. Suck it, Astros. Sorry. Um, 
man, and they're playing in Houston, which is crazy. But yes, final runtime for Matrix Resurrection is Resurrections. Man, I'm just gonna be watching this, and I'm gonna come out with a Matrix erection. Am I right? <laughs> High five myself on that one. Um, no, but yeah, the final runtime is two hours twenty-seven minutes and apparently forty-five seconds. That's pretty funny. That's according to, of course, big screen leaks. Who knows if it'll stay like that? But I don't know. It seems like there's like this. There's some. There's binge watch this and big screen leaks. I think they're all ran by RPK or something like that. I don't know. But uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we get to see um, two hours and 27 minutes of uh, Keanu Reeves' Neoness. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, I know it should be about three hours long, but they probably, you know, I don't know if there's going to be, I don't know, they, they cut it down to a good, long as it's over two hours. And speaking of Keanu Reeves, guys, this guy is just a saint. Keanu Reeves is a saint. Apparently, he gifted the John Wick 4 stunt team $10,000 rolex watches to thank them for the hard work they did on the film look at that fucking just decided to buy the entire stunt crew ten thousand dollar fucking submariner rolex watches right there look at that look at that i have that watch too but i have the homage that costs not nearly as much <laughs> i have the uh the fake the the folex i guess you could say um, I have like the homage version from another watch company that was not as much as that. But yeah, look at that. So they they all were gifted that because Keanu Reeves is awesome. OK, Keanu Reeves is just awesome. Let's just let's just state the facts right there. The man's the man's a saint. The man's a definite saint. Hey, guess what's uh, it turns out the uh, the Wolfman movie that's going to be starring Ryan Gosling. Apparently that. Apparently that is still in production. Holy crap! I didn't think this was going anywhere after the universe. Like after the Universal, the Dark Universe really wasn't going anywhere. And then of course we had Lee Wanol, who did the Invisible Man movie, that decided to take that into a modern direction, which was really good. He was actually supposed to direct this one, but apparently that's not going to happen. Now we got Derek Derek um, France who also did like Blue Valentine. A couple other movies he's worked with uh, Gosling before. So apparently he got tapped in to direct the Wolfman movie. So, yeah, hurry up and start shooting that movie before Ryan Gosling turns into Ken. Ken Barbie, whatever the hell you, whatever Ken's last name is. Yes, Ryan Gosling, please don't do the Barbie movie. Do this movie instead, please. I beg you. I fucking beg you. Do not do the other movie. My God. And I'll get to your super chat in a minute there, Imani. Thank you very much. I saw it right there. I'll answer your question when I'm done with the tweets. So uh, thank you, Armani and Martinez, for the super chat. I'll flash it up in just a little bit when I get done with the tweets here. Hey, guess what? Remember? Okay, you guys remember this? So apparently this was all bullshit. I mean, there are some people that are doing some crazy trolling, some crazy, you know, fucking with people on the leaks. So remember this right here? When we supposedly were seeing Tobey Maguire, like, toys out there? Well, apparently... These people right here, just they just kind of like scanned it in and just kind of put it in there, boop, boop, and then just kind of placed it into the photographs, er, the photos that they posted. So, yeah. So it says, you guys remember that Toby Toy League from a couple months ago? I think now is a good time to reveal the fact that the Spider-Man Lotus VFX team is responsible. Yeah, there's like a fan film coming out called Spider-Man Locus that should be coming out soon that they're going to be doing like their own little 
Spider-Man film, which is actually looking really good. The costume looks great, and apparently they got some good VFX artists that actually were trolling this. So that's cool. I like that. Uh, I thought this was a funny, a funny um, stab at the the meme. You know, when Daniel Daniel Craig is like every Friday, somebody posts like, "All right, everybody, all right, everybody, the weekend. All right, everybody, the weekdays." <laughs> Look at how bloodshot those eyes look, man. He looks, he looks like he hadn't slept in like three days. But yeah, so somebody put like, ladies and gentlemen, the weekdays. Yeah, ain't that the fucking truth, right? Ain't that the truth? Oh man! All right, guys, um, you know, help me out here. I want to buy this. Can I buy this? I need to buy this because I love this game so much. Terminator 2 Arcade Machine Arcade One Up announced pre-orders open next week. I don't know if you guys, I loved Terminator 2 Judgment Day, the arcade game. Terminator 2, the arcade game. This was, anytime I went to an arcade, oh, me and my brother and whoever, we just fucking ran to this game. I don't know if you guys played it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Of course, they had versions on like Game Boy. They had versions on Nintendo. It just didn't beat the fact that you were actually holding a gun that vibrated. But yeah, Terminator 2, the arcade game, which is fucking awesome. Such a great game. Loved it. Play it for hours and hours at the arcade, and apparently you're going to be able to get your own version of it. I wonder how much it is. <laughs> I wonder how much it is. I'm curious how much. Uh, let's see. Where's it? I, I didn't actually click on the thing. Does it actually say? Where, 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 where are we at here? I don't see anything. Eh, I'll look it up later. Uh, let's see. It doesn't actually say a price. probably have to actually click on it, but man, man. Well, if uh, my crypto goes up, maybe I'll be able to uh, afford that. That's for damn sure. So, oh, but love that game. Love that game so fucking much, man. Loved it. Um, <laughs> and this is funny right here because, you know what? You know, sometimes uh, sometimes um, LeBron James should just kind of shut up. But, you know, Squid Game creator Huang Dong Hyuk fires back at LeBron James after, for criticizing his finale. Maybe he could make his own sequel i'll check it out and maybe send him a message saying i liked your whole show except the ending yeah because apparently lebron james didn't like the ending so uh so the squid game creator was like well you go ahead and make something like this motherfucker and see if you see if people like the ending which i like because let's face it the ending of uh, space jam is horrible Just lebron james ain't a good actor hopefully he's not going to be acting too much he's not that great of an actor stick to basketball and then stick to uh bowing to your chinese overlords anyways so uh, we'll we'll talk about this and um we'll talk about this when we talk about that this is hilarious right here this is pretty funny so obviously you got some fairly clad look at this kid he's looking at the oops <laughs> that's what happens when uh you know you're looking at thongs and uh scantily clad women on a on a van so i like that i like that <sighs> yeah <laughs> i thought that was a funny video and uh i i you know me i'm gonna butcher his name but you know the guy from that was you know been in the raid movies the guy who starred in the raid movies i can never say his name but apparently he's playing the main villain in expendables 4 this is exciting this means that there's going to be some die hard fucking uh, fight choreography when it comes to Expendables 4. But yeah, he's playing the villain. So that's going to be badass. Looking forward to that. That's for sure. Because, I mean, 
you know, I, I enjoy the Expendables movies. They're fun. You know, it's just crazy action. It's all the old action, old action stars and everything. But yeah, bringing this guy in, you go UAS. I, and I, you know me, I can't say, you know, I, I butcher names all the time, but my God, to have him in this movie. Oh, that's going to be great. Oh yeah. The raid movies were fantastic. Come on. If you haven't seen the raid movies, do yourself a favor, do yourself a favor. We're be talking about that, all of that. Um, this was pretty funny right here. The hierarchy of the power of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is about to change. <laughs> Come on, that's good. That's good right there. That's good. <laughs> this is what I love, you know, because it's very easy to do that. And they did a pretty damn good job. and put the rock's head on Miles Morales's, you know, on his, on his, on, on his body. So, I mean, and then put the property of Marvel Studios right in front of it because, you know, people are always faking that shit. But I thought that was good. And, hey, Weird Al is still awesome, right? Who didn't love Weird Al? Come on. Look around and wave because apparently that's what it says right here. Stop, look, wave. <laughs> so that's exactly what he did, guys. He's abiding by the pedestrian crosswalk instructions. Gotta love Weird Al. Grew up with that, with that, listening to him. Oh, my God. I listened to all his albums. I loved Weird Al. I love the parody genre. Last Night in Soho, we talked about it earlier. Here's a nice little vintage-style movie poster for it, which I can't wait to see. It's going to be fantastic. Going to be fantastic. Kevin Feige. Now, this is interesting right here. I'm actually pretty surprised by this. Kevin Feige originally wanted all the original Avengers to die in Endgame. Quote, Kevin's initial pitch was that it was, it was Toy Story 3 and they're all going to jump into a furnace together concept, said director Joe Russo. But the Russos were like, no, we can't do that. This movie's going to end up being like seven hours long. It's like, yeah, you guys maybe could have done that and just made it a big, huge, long two-parter movie. But apparently Kevin Feige was like, fuck it, man. If we're going to go out, we're going to go out. Newfound respect for Kevin Feige for being like, hey, yeah, you know all the original Avengers? Let's just kill them all. He actually had an idea to kill. I mean, you're talking about, I mean, obviously... We knew that Tony wasn't going to make it. It was questionable about Steve. And then, you know, technically he lived, but, you know, he's no longer going to be Captain America. But he was going to kill Thor. He was going to kill Hawkeye. He's going to kill Hulk. <laughs> He's going to kill Banner. What the fuck? That's insane. But I respect that, that he was just like, fuck it. Let's just let him go out in a blaze of glory. Can you imagine if that would have happened? Can you imagine? I mean, there were people that were... Hey, I even got teary-eyed, too, when Tony, you know, did his thing, snapped, and then everybody was saying goodbye to him. I got emotional. It was a sad scene. But there were, like, literal people, like, (laughs) in my movie theater. Can you imagine if he killed off... If they killed off all of them? Not all of them, but, you know, the initial Avengers? That would have been insane. That would have been insane. But I respect that. Kevin Feige had some balls at first. And the Russos were like, dude. Well, apparently, like, to follow up, the Russos were like, no, we can't. We can, we can only handle maybe two deaths because, let's face it, they gave Tony the proper send-off, the funeral. 
Natasha kind of got the shit end of the stick. <laughs> they didn't really do a send off with her. I still kind of wonder about that. It's like, hey, you know that funeral scene that happened at the end? Why was Natasha, you know, that should have been partly Natasha as well. It kind of just went like, yeah, they had their moment of grief, but they didn't do like really a funeral. It couldn't have been a joint thing, you know? She was around. She's been around since Iron Man 2, and they were like, eh, she's still getting another movie. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Is that what happened? It was like, what the fuck, man? I don't even understand it, man. What's going on, Andre? Good to see you. We got Mama Film Junkie here, too. Hello. Uh, so, yeah, that was interesting. Ah, uh, and then, of course, Terminator. The first Terminator came out 37 years ago, which, you know, sometimes... Depending on the mood I'm in, I kind of like it better than Terminator 2 because it's term, the first Terminator, uh, which we could kind of see Arnold's ass right there, which I know I, I should probably like go by. I, I think we're all right. I think top ass were OK. Um, but, um, you know, the first Terminator was really just like it was a horror film. It really was a horror film. The second one was more of an action film. It was an action thriller. But the first one was a flat out horror film. And, uh, you know, what? I mean, it changed cinema, definitely changed cinema. So, but yeah, 37 years ago, crazy. And this is pretty funny right here. Uh, Skater Batman, I got you, I got you. (laughs) Then he comes in in the skateboard. Wouldn't that be sweet? Holy shit, he's a skater. I like it. I like it. Uh, We got a new rumor right here that Jacob uh, Scapillo... according to Batgirl Film News, that's right, we got all these film news... Twitter accounts that are just popping up for all the DC uh, the DC franchises, but apparently um, Jacob Scipio could be playing Alberto Falcone, aka the Holiday Killer. That's right. Uh, if you guys are of course familiar with the Long Halloween, spoiler alert. Um, but hopefully you guys have watched that or have read either the Long Halloween or watched the Long Halloween, which just came out with the DC uh, AU the animated world. But yeah, apparently um, there's a possibility that he might be playing Alberto Falcone. So that would be interesting. That would definitely be interesting right there. So yeah, Alberto, I should say. Sylvester Stallone first had the offer for the part, but things just didn't work out. Another key role in Batgirl, the son of gangster villain who becomes romantically linked to, well, you could take it from there. So this is what's interesting about the casting, you know, we talked about Brendan Fraser and everything's pointing at Firefox, but then there was also a talk, there's also rumors again that he might be playing Falcone. But then it's just kind of like, well, I mean, he's not exactly, I mean, he's, does he have Italian in him? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm like trying to think of like, uh, what's his background? Is there Italian in, 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 uh, in Brandon Fraser, that's why I was like, oh, he can't be Falcone. I mean, you got to get more of an Italian type actor, right? I don't know if he is he. I don't even know. Has he got some of that in him? Um, which is interesting. But now with this, I'm kind of just kind of going, all right, interesting. So there might be a romantic interest when it comes to Barbara, and when it comes to um, did I say Firefox? Yeah, Firefly. Sorry. Um, yeah. So when it comes to this, I'm kind of just like wondering, like, all right, are we going to go this route where we're going to get this? <sighs> we're going to get a Falcone and at least a young Falcone in there. I don't know. That would be interesting, though. The fact that they would have this character, which, of course, was made famous by the long Halloween story. So 
Boris Kitt rejected the Falcone rumor. Oh, he rejected it. Okay, good. So, yeah. So, but what it seems like when it comes to the Batgirl, when it comes to the Batgirl movie is we're going to have a Falcone, we're going to have a Falcone family in there. And uh, we're going to have Fire, Firefly as well, which is good. And it's going to be interesting to see. Because, again, guys, when it comes to Brendan Fraser, he is, uh, I don't know, in his 50s? He's he's up there. So this is a Firefly that is probably taking on Batfleck. That's all I got to say about that is the fact that we have an older Firefly, if that's the case. But it's going to be interesting to, to see if there's some kind of romantic involvement when it comes to Alberto. Kind of curious about that. So maybe this man is playing Alberto. Hey, I have power to it. I, I dig it. I dig it. I definitely dig it. There's Calendar Man right there. Yeah. Um, that, I wonder if he would be in there. That'd be interesting. So more details coming up, I'm sure, when filming starts. We got a spawn, uh, some Spawn fan art right here. Still wondering when McFarlane's going to talk about the Spawn movie even more. What the hell is going to happen with that? Who knows? And then more internet investigators. Look at this. Apparently, Tobey Maguire's signature might have been spotted on this poster that was signed by everybody. Who knows? I don't know. Kind of looks like it. There's a T. Doesn't look exactly like Tobey's autograph right there, but somebody spotted that. Could possibly be, but it doesn't look exactly like it, so I don't know. But you got to love that. And those internet investigators right there. And look at how beautiful she is. My God. Okay, I hate paparazzi. It must be weird to just be like standing there on the red carpet going like, hi, look at me. Got to do the, uh, you know, put my hand on the hip. Got to do this. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't it just weird? It's like, you know, can I just go in and watch my fucking movie? <laughs> I don't know. I always find red carpet stuff. And how do you not, you must, celebrities on the red carpet must just have, you know, when you know when you have a lot of flashes that flash before your eyeballs, you just can't really, you're like, geez, I can't fucking see. This is why you probably see some cele- celebrities wear sunglasses on the red carpet. I mean, she looks drop dead gorgeous, of course. It's Anya Taylor-Joy. But it's just, I always find it weird. And, and when, the, when, the, when the paparazzi's like, okay, can you turn around and look right at me? Pouty, you, you know, just with pouty lips and shit. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to me. But hey, she looks beautiful. That's all that matters, right? Look at that. Just those freaking eyes, man. Those eyes. Gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Just absolutely gorgeous. And hey, guess what, guys? A Quiet Place is going to get a video game. That's right. Experience an untold story of survival in the quiet place universe apparently that's what's happening <laughs> it's a video game that's going to be based off of a quiet place that's coming soon coming in 2022 so that's pretty interesting right here i mean that could be fun i mean i guess the uh the whole idea of that video game would be to shut the fuck up don't say anything don't do anything yes and uh, this is a good sign, too, guys. October box office revenue shows a return to form for movie going during the pandemic. Thank God. People are getting back out there, going to the movies. The last few times I've been at the movies, yeah, it's been a pretty good, uh, pretty good crowds out there. That's right. Everybody's good. Everybody's confident. Everybody's fine. Everybody's chomping on their popcorn, all that stuff. Ah, and then we got Secret Cinema presents The Gates of Gozer, a virtual experience. So... Yeah, you got to do that interactive stuff. These franchises need that interactive stuff. That's for damn sure. Um, here's Stephen, Mr. Stephen Colbert's 
He's got his review of Army of Thieves, which I guess we could just go right into it right now. I would say let's just go right into the first topic, which is... Uh, whoop. Yeah, yeah, suck at Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, suck at Warner Brothers. Um, so we got Army of Thieves right here. And I'll just keep that off. Um, we got Army of Thieves. This will be the first, uh, of course, topic right here. So here's... Uh, we'll talk about... Stephen Colbert's first, uh, his initial um, review, which he got to see a screener and posted his review and everything right there. It says, Army of Thieves hits all the right notes. It's true Army of the Dead, uh, Army of the Dead prequel with a lot of Snyderisms, but it's also a total different genre and tone and very much, obviously, what's his nuts, Matthias, Matthias movie. It embraces the classic heist tropes, even while poking fun, it's a total blast. So there you go. There's Steven's, uh, there's Steven's uh, review right there. It says, while it fits the Army of the Dead universe, it sets up Army of the Dead, but it isn't a slave universe set up or sequel teases and stands on its own. Snyder fans will find the things they love about the movies here, but also, but it's also original and super accessible with a fast pace and, and very funny. As with Army of the Dead, there's a few layers to, uh, to this depending on how far you want to dig. If you have a crazy theory about Army of the Dead, Army of Thieves might tease you with more, but anyone not diving in that deep will still think you're crazy to take it that far, which I'm sure we're planning on doing that big time. So, yes. Ah, I always forget to turn that off. That's right. So the first topic, of course, being Arm of the Dead and uh, the reviews are in. And there's Steven's review right there. We'll, of course, be talking about it on Friday's vodka stream for sure. Um, I'm not sure how far we'll go into to, to spoilers. I guess if certain people show up, maybe. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, we'll be talking about it big time on, on Friday's vodka stream. But there you go. I love the fact that he said that. I mean, basically, essentially what Steven is saying right there is the fact that it's not beholden to to the universe. It's not like, oh, we got to make we got to get to the next step. It's not essentially it's not what the MCU does a little too much where, you know, they're, they're too busy, like planning for the next one. And it takes away from this story. Now, he's saying like, no, it's very much its own original thing. But you have little things that they do place that you do see. And the fact that if we're going to go in depth with like the time loops and the fact that the safes might be like portals or gateways to different worlds or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's all going to be well in here. I mean, but it isn't a zombie movie, guys. Remember, it isn't a full zombie movie. But, you know, it's still very much um, it's still very much uh, it's going to have its Snyderisms. Oh, yeah. And uh, sorry, uh, Armani, I'll, I'll get your super chat right here since um, since you, you posted that. I meant to get to that. So here we go. Let me see if I can find it. Should be up. Scroll, 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 scroll. There you are. All right. So what were you saying, Armani? Thank you for the super chat. $5. 10 years or 12 from now, Batman Beyond, Batfleck movie showing his last mission and retirement after killing Deathstroke. Then Affleck as old. Yeah, I, I would dig it. I would like that. I would like that a lot. But I think we're going to be getting some Michael Keaton Batman Beyond, to be honest. That's what it seems like it's going to be the case. But I guess we'll see. But anyway, so let's uh, let's go ahead and go to the uh, the stupid tomato. Yes, I know. We don't like Rotten Tomatoes. But that's just where all the critics are keeping all their stuff. So. 
Yeah, let's go to it. All right. So currently right now it's at a 69%, only 16 reviews. So, yeah, I'm, I originally had the stream called, hey, Army of Thieves positive. But I was like, yeah, it could change. So I just said uh, the, the reviews are in. So let's talk about some of this. Mainly positive, which is good. Um, like we got Hollywood Reporter said, slick, enjoyable, playful entertainment. The impending apocalypse gets back burned early on, but the storytelling misstep is forgivable enough when there's plenty of other fun elements at play here. So that's good. But of course, we got some people that are just not really digging it. The pleasure of caper movies lies partly in the suspense of watching the puzzle pieces of a convoluted plan fall into place and partly in a group chemistry. Army of Thieves has neither. Uh-oh. So AV Club not having it. And we got the rap right here that says, that should be a zippy Army of the Dead side quest. Often feels like a by-the-numbers retread. Eh, saying it's by-the-numbers, that's interesting. But uh, over here at Variety, they said Army of Thieves is one of those bombastic, blithe, and... Uh, factual uh fans of fanciful netflix action movies in this case with a romantic heart so there's a romantic heart in this that's pretty good um and then we got globe and mail top critic says if you squint hard and focus most of your mental energy on folding your laundry yeah army of thieves is kind of cool but it's also kind of bland kind of form from formulaic and kind of sad why is it sad interesting uh what to watch army of thieves gets back to the basics and does the heist film right without any zombie distractions so that he's happy that the uh zombie-ness is not right there um i should i can never say his last name you know me is impressive behind the camera especially when the actual safe cracking takes place making a normally mundane action cinematically interesting so and sadly, Zaki uh, did not like it uh, as much. He said, not enough of a zombie movie to satisfy that audience and not enough of a heist movie to for that audience. It's hard to discern who exactly a movie like Army of Thieves, uh, Army of Thieves is aimed at. So Zaki didn't like it too much, but I won't hold it against him. I'll still have him on the, uh, on the vodka stream. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, apparently he was just like, not sure who this is for, so... That's interesting. And another positive review right here. It says what results is a film that refreshingly doesn't take itself too seriously and is more focused on the character's feelings and senseless block than senseless blockbuster action. So there you go. A fun caper flick. Even if you didn't like Army of the Dead, you might like this. Well, there you go. So that's always fun. That's always fun. The IG, I know. Traitor, right? Um, and then the last one right here from, uh, Mama's Geeky, which, uh, I think we follow each other. Uh, a heist movie. W- oh, no, no, no. She does reviews though. Um, uh, a heist movie with heart. It is fun to explore Dieter's past and motivations more in depth. The safe cracking visuals are impressive and quite stunning. Snyder does it again. That's right. She said Snyder does it again. So she's a fan. Seems like. So, uh, there you go, guys. Um, you know, they're mainly positive, and I think they're going to probably stay relatively like that. There's only been 16 that have been accumulated in the, uh, uh, the stupid uh, tomato meter, whatever the hell. But at, at least, at least we're seeing a lot of positive reviews. You saw Steven's review. It seems like seems like mainly people are enjoying it. They're definitely enjoying it. There's going to be some Snyderisms in there. Yes, there definitely is. 
because I think uh, Matthias is uh, Matthias. I always say his name wrong. Um, I think like uh, he kind of took some, uh, you know, kind of got some pointers from Zach, you know, and and the fact that Zach was very much a part of this and the fact that it's an expansion of his universe. That's right, guys, because, yes, I know. And I know a lot of us what we were thinking today, too, which, which, of course, is the next topic is the fact that legendary Warner Brothers have announced a sequel to a movie that was left wide open. And it's like, ah, well, you had another one that was kind of left wide open, too. Yeah, I know. We get it. We get it. You know, it sucks. And what the plan was like all about. Just like, hey, let's uh, we're going to expand this Dune universe when it's like, yeah, but you want to shut down that other universe? That sucks. But again, we have a second movie for another Snyderverse that's over at Netflix that I'm very much looking forward to very much, especially after reading Steven's review about it. I'm actually curious to see where they take it and where they take the the stories and the characters, the fact that it is a prequel type character or type movie and whatnot. And speaking of that too, speaking of that, when it comes to um, prequel characters, I guess Zach was uh, with uh, Jake Hamilton he had an interview with Jake Hamilton where he actually talked about uh, another character. Zach actually talked about another character that he would maybe do a prequel. And, that, and there actually has been discussions about, which is very interesting. So this is what he had to say right here. So let's go ahead and make that full screen. Here we go. You know, Zach, I love this idea of us getting the chance to know more about one of your characters through an entire feature film backstory. For both of you guys, what is another great Zack Snyder character that you would love to learn more about and see a film set before the one we originally got to know? I mean, we did talk about a Leonidas, young Leonidas what? TV show. So. <laughs> How did that not happen? I don't know. Oh, my God. People didn't think but, it was a good idea, I guess. I don't know. Uh, See, it's really cool. Uh, uh, I, I think it would take too much time because Zach did so much, so many stuff. That's but Young Leonidas sounds great. Young Leonidas, the musical. Yes. So it's <laughs> it has to be musical for sure. Yes. Right now, everyone at Netflix right now is going, "Yep, that sounds good. That sounds wonderful." Gentlemen, I love both of you. There Thank you, you for always being so kind. Can to you me. imagine, really guys? Can you imagine a Young Leonidas show? <laughs> What the fuck? Come on. Just leaving it on the table there. A prequel to 300? I mean, the sequel was fine. It was fine. It's just not one of those I'm just going to like put on. I mean, it's not the first one for sure. But man, can you imagine that? A young Leonidas. And apparently, apparently there has been conversations. There was conversations. But guess who probably shot those down? <gasps> Warner. Brothers, huh? Yeah, yeah second, second Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Probably, right. Jesus Christ. A young Leonidas, a prequel. They're just leaving money on the table right there. I mean, I'm trying to even think, like, who could actually play a young Gerard Butler in that role? That'd be interesting, which it'd probably be just somebody unknown because he was pretty much unknown. He was unknown when it came to uh, getting that role. So it just cast somebody unknown. And I love the, I love the joke about it would be a musical. I think that would still kick ass. I think a musical 300 Leonidas, that would be, that'd be kick ass. Of course, 100%. I would totally, um, totally buy that. But man, a young Leonidas. Remember how he actually wrote a third one too. He wrote a third 300 that was going to be uh, based off of uh, Alexander and his like love interests and everything. So and that didn't happen either, which was very much like he just wrote an entire script of like, nah, we're going to go this way with with Alexander the Great. And um, yeah, we're going to go that way 
for another 300 instead. But there was also talks of a prequel with Leonidas, a young Leonidas. That was a possibility as well, too. So, ah! Yeah, why not? Oh, God, don't even say Tiffany, (laughs) Tiffany, Timothy Chalamet (laughs) as a young Leonidas. Oh, man, that boy would have to gain probably about 57 pounds just to even look like he could uh, be a Spartan warrior. Jesus. But that would be interesting because, you know, we kind of, we did, I mean, at the opening of 300, you see a young Leonidas. I mean, you do see a young Leonidas. Just bring in uh, uh, Zack Snyder's son who played him, right? Snyder's son played played the young Leonidas. He could play a young him now. Wouldn't that be badass? Man, Eli, have Eli. I couldn't remember his first name, but it just it just hit me right now. Have Eli Snyder be the young Leonidas. There you go, right there, right there. So, yeah, exactly. Eli, bring him back. I like that idea, but my God, I love the fact because like you're looking at Zach, and when he was like thinking, he was like, huh, oh yeah, well yeah, there was conversations about possibly doing a uh, a young Leonidas series. It's like, oh fuck, that movie kicked that. I mean, that movie. Made a lot at the box. It made good coin at the box office, everything like that. And they didn't want to capitalize on doing anything more with that. I don't know. I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Doesn't make sense, but what can he do? Fucking A. Again, that's all, all, all we can really say is just, you know. Yeah, yeah second, second Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, all right. So we knew it was going to happen, guys, but it's now official. It's now official. Just make that. There you go, dude, dude. Dune Part Two is now officially uh, announced. Uh, we all knew it was going to happen. I mean, you don't put Dune Part One in the opening credits without, without thinking that. Oh yeah, I mean, I smiled. I smiled when when the opening credits happened on that big, huge IMAX screen that I saw it in, <laughs> and it said Dune Part One. I'm like, oh yeah, we're getting a Part Two. It's definitely going to get a sequel. And uh, yeah, sure enough, that is going to be happening and uh all right so whoop not that um obviously it was up to mainly legendary which is funny here let's see dune dune 2 all right so basically here we go let's go back to the tweets so we have legendary right here that basically tweeted out this this is the only the beginning thank you to those who have experienced dune so far and those who are going in the days and weeks ahead we're excited to continue the journey. So, boop, right there. Dune Part 2. Part 2, which is great. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think there is anything else that was really shown. Dune releases. It's going to be released in October of 2023. Fantastic. Everybody's posting about it. It's official. There you go. It's all coming. Yes, yes, yes. Even uh, Hans Zimmer even posted about it, too, which was good. But everybody was all posting about it. But, yeah, it's going to happen. And we have to wait two years, sadly. But, man, that means that means this is definitely going to be Denny's uh, next uh, film, of course. So I think they're already – I mean, remember the video yesterday of Josh Brolin? He even talked about how he was kind of already talking with Javier Bardem and uh, going back and forth with lines and stuff. So he already kind of let the, the cat out of the bag right there. So – that's that's good. But yeah, Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer is going to be coming back and everything. So that's pretty awesome right there. So, yes, we knew it was going to happen. And even Timothy uh, Chalamet, he tweeted it out, too. Um, so he's excited. I'm sure I think Brolin posted it on his Instagram. 
I think Momoa probably has too by this time. Who knows? But yep, it's all coming. It's all it's coming. We knew it was gonna happen, but so yeah, two years from now, guys, we'll be seeing Dune Part Two. So hey, the people that didn't enjoy the first one, maybe you'll enjoy the second one a little bit better. You know what's gonna happen? You know what's gonna happen, and I, I already see it happening too because. You know, especially reading the book as this is going along, it's like, yeah, it very much what they did was pretty much establish what's going to happen. It had to get the House of Atreides to Arrakis and have the shit go down. And basically the I mean, obviously, there wasn't as much as the politics as there is in the book, but they had established a lot of pieces and they definitely did. It's a it definitely leads somewhere where the next one, even Denny says, oh, yeah, there's going to be more action when it comes to the second one. It's like, yeah. So we're going to set it up and there's going to be people just like the people who did not like BVS. They're going to watch like when they watch Zack Snyder's Justice League and went, oh, that's what you were leading to. Okay, I mean, I get it now. You were just kind of setting it up for this. Oh, that's what's going to happen with some of the people who are like, fucking Dune was boring, bro. It was fucking boring. It's like, well, it just led to no- nowhere. It's like, no, no. You're, you're now going to be the people that didn't like BBS that led to, like, the Superman and the Batman that you wanted right there. That's what's going to end up happening. So that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen, you know. Some people are going to be like, oh, I get it. Yeah, BBS wasn't boring to you, but it was boring to some people. That's what I'm saying, Mattia. I'm saying it was boring to some people. They didn't like it, but then they realized where it was heading, and then they went back and watched and went, oh, now I get it. Now I get it. So that's what I'm trying to say. That's the correlation I'm trying to make right there. I'm not saying like whether you thought which ones were boring or not. I'm saying there are people that did not like what Snyder was doing, Man of Steel, BVS. And then when they once they got to Zack Snyder, what once they got to Justice League, his Justice League, they went, oh, OK, now I understand. OK, even like the the night that we had our spoiler roundtable, Mario came in. Mario came in and was totally like, you know what? I was never huge on Snyder Superman. Now I get it. He came in going, now I get it. Oh, that's what he was trying to lead to right there. So I'm not saying that's going to happen with everybody. There's just going to be people that just don't like this movie. They want to see action, 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 action. Boop, 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 you know, flashing stuff. They want to see another. They want to see Star Wars. I don't know. It's just, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody, which is totally fine. Not for everybody, so. But... Yeah, I just loved that. I absolutely loved that um, that we finally got that official announcement. It took them long enough. Jeez, got us a little scared. They were like, "Now nah, we ain't going to announce it on Monday. We're going to announce it on Tuesday. We're going to let these people just like go like, eh, what are you doing? Jeez. But doing part two in two years. Can't wait. Okay. Let's talk about this Val Zod Superman. All right. So this is the this is the black Superman that we want. We don't want JJ's race bending Clark Kent Superman. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. And I think they realize that. That's why we haven't heard a fucking thing about that. Whatever the hell um, was going on that JJ was possibly doing. Who knows? Hopefully they cancel that. This is what we'd rather see right here. The Val Zod Superman, um, which has uh, now gotten some writers. So here's the uh, Deadline article right here. All right, Michael B. Jordan's Val Zod superhero project lands Darnell Mateyer and Josh Peters to adapt for HBO Max. 
exclusive Darnell Mateo and Josh Peters are set to write Valzad, the HBO Max adaptation that Michael B. Jordan's Outlier Society is producing for DC Entertainment and Warner Brothers Television. Valzad is the story of another Kryptonian with powers who hails from the same doomed planet as Superman. The hero is black and he finds refuge in Earth on Earth 2. Like the original Man of Steel, he is sheltered on uh, on his adopted planet, but eventually in the comics is pitted against a brainwashed Superman. Dun, dun, dun! Mateyer and Peters are prolific television and feature writers who broke onto the scene with their original pilot, American Snow. Yeah, that's right. That, that show's going on right now. Their project, The Nola, sold uh, to Amazon with Sam Raimi directing. Their one-hour pilot, Hannibal, based on the life of Carthaginian General Hannibal, by scripted for Scott Free and Endeavor content, Apple preemptively bought it with Creed II helmer Stephen J. Capel Jr. Attached to direct, the recently uh, they recently worked on the Transformers uh, Rise of the Beast uh, project. So there you go. So they're very much in the scene right now. So there you go, guys. Have some writers. Apparently, they got some writers that are very hot on a lot of projects that are happening right now. So that's good. Like to hear that. But again, it's like, this is what we want. We want to see that. If you're going to do a black Superman, please do a black Superman. That's an actual black Superman. Don't race bend. Clark Kent, please. I mean, that's where, you know, some of us um, DC people, people in the nerd world, we were kind of like going like, what, JJ, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing, JJ? I mean, what's happening with that? Why, 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 why? And then, you know controversial writer that they hired on that is actually supposed to take on the role. That was a little weird too. I forgot his name, but I know he's got some controversy for some people and it's all like, wow, man, I don't know if you've uh, chosen the right choice when it comes to all this, when it comes to approaching this. No, don't do that. Just, yeah. I mean, it's just so weird when you have Henry Cavill, who is just only his value only increases. seems like every year his value increases and he totally embodies Superman and with Zack Snyder's Justice League and everything, I mean, he totally just like, that's the Superman you guys wanted, right? Yeah, he's wearing a black suit, but, you know, we'll get him into this. You put him back into this. Come on. Nothing wrong with that, but come on, do that. But curious to see where they take this because, um, yeah, this is the way that they should go when it comes to a black Superman. It should do the Valzad Superman, I mean. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. And I think that Michael D. Jordan was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is totally what we should do. We should do that instead. But, uh, again, I'm just going to be playing this drop pretty much this whole time. Yeah, yeah second, second Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Seriously. I mean, you've you, you done good by you're going to expand the Dune universe. But, come on. Can you expand the Superman universe a little bit and not change what's already been established? Just bring back, just bring back Henry Cavill. That's all you got to do. And then we have this Valzad Superman. It's all good. I think it'll all work perfectly, you know? Jesus Christ. And apparently there's like a Superman reference in like the Eternals. I don't know. Some people were talking about that. I think, uh, I think, uh, I think she was talking about it. She said it was kind of offensive or something. I don't know. I don't even know. I remember hearing something about that. Seeing something on my timeline. There are a lot of people on my timeline that like hate her. So, but anyways, Valzad Superman. I'm all for it. Now let's talk about this Alec Baldwin situation. This is pretty sad. 
Um, I know you guys have probably seen everything uh, about it already. And, uh, you know, this is just, uh, you know, something that you, you, you don't want to see. You always hear about, we always hear about accidents that happen on sets, which they do. But most of the time it doesn't. And most of the time they have safety protocols and everything that uh, help at, prevent accidents like this. But, yes, this one was really bad because the cinematographer for... Um, for Alec Baldwin's new movie called Russ, which is an old Western movie. Uh, cinematographer uh, Helena, I think I'm saying her name right, Helena Hutchins. Yeah, so apparently there was a gun that was handed to Alec Baldwin. He fired it off, shot her, killed her, and wounded the director. So, yeah, when this was all coming about, this was pretty damn sad. Party, damn sad. But uh, a lot of things were coming about with this. I mean, when... Uh, the the first image it was pretty sad actually seeing like um well first off the response to it was interesting but this was like some of the first images that you saw alec baldwin right here after it all happened um so i mean jesus i can only imagine what happened when it came to all that but ugh, that's that's just uh it's pretty damn terrible so there was more uh more developments have come out of this well first off apparently what was happening is, yeah, the safety protocols were not there when it came to this set. When it came to how do you how do you first off real guns, <laughs> real guns. That's what I kind of wonder. It's like they're still bringing real guns. I mean, I get it. It's an old Western movie and they probably wanted, you know, they wanted that kind of revolver that Antiki likes. So they just got a real gun and she said, yeah, we'll just put blanks in it. I mean, obviously, this guy, everybody immediately thought about the crow and what happened with Brandon Lee on that set where he was shot with a supposed blank. And that's always a weird, that was always a weird thing because there was always that, that Lee, the Bruce Lee curse and everything. And it got to Brandon Lee. Who knows? I mean, who knows if anybody wants to believe in that, but it's just like, how does this stuff still happen? I mean, that happened like almost 30 years ago and this happens right here. Um, and some of the more developments that are, that are coming about, it says the rust shooting gun that killed Helena Hutchins was used that morning for live ammo target practice. What? Crew members had gone plinking and returned the gun to the set, an insider tells the rap. So apparently this is something that's coming that they are getting. So apparently they were already, they were, they were out shooting. And then, not, not to, just to add more to it, their crew members have walked off the set. Because apparently, you know, remember how that whole strike thing was happening in Hollywood with like crew members saying they're not getting enough um, sleep, not to give enough pay, not to get enough. Apparently this was happening a lot on this set right here. Crew members walked away because they thought the safety protocols were a joke. Apparently the safety protocols were a joke. So there was that whole big thing. There was a walkout on the set from crew members. The shooting happened just a few hours. Okay. So it says right here, a number of crew members had taken prop guns from the New Mexico set of the indie western including the gun that killed hutchins to go plinking a hobby in which people shoot at beer cans with live ammunition to pass the time the insider says the shooting happened just a few hours later when lead actor and producer alec baldwin discharged a revolver after first assistant director david halls confirmed that it was a cold gun meaning the gun did not have any live ammunition in it who the fuck checked it Apparently, I don't know. 
It's interesting. Search warrants issued over the weekend by New Mexico authorities said that Halls had grabbed one of the three prop guns set up by Armorer Hannah Gutierrez Reed and yelled, Cold gun! as he handed it to lead actor Alec Baldwin, indicating that the gun did not have any live rounds. Baldwin, who was rehearsing a scene for the film, was pointing the revolver towards the camera lens. Then, uh, when it hit director Joel uh, Souza and Hutchins, according to search warrant made public on Sunday, Hutchins grabbed uh, her midsection and then stumbled back. Oh, man, that's just sad. This is sad right there. Souza, who was also injured when the gun discharged, was released from local hospital that night. So he was lucky enough not to get it, but she, of course, did not. It's it's sad. It's definitely sad. Forty two years old. She was very. She was even posting about. Uh, I think on her Instagram, she was posting images from the set and everything too. But um, there's that. And now and then, and what's really interesting too is like the response. It's already turned political, by the way. You know, people on the right and the left are using this politically, which is fucking annoying because people on the right are totally just going like, oh, Alec Baldwin should be blamed, which he should be accountable a little bit because he should have double checked the gun, too. I get that. I totally get that. It's like anybody who was going to be handling the gun should have checked, should have checked, should have checked. I don't know. But again, none of us were on set. It's weird. The new warrants confirm that several members of the film's camera crew had walked off was set earlier that day after complaining about housing, payment, and working conditions, forcing producers to scramble to find a new crew. According to The Insider, a walkout by crew members from the below-the-line IATCE, I should say, union, would uh, ordinarily trigger a shutdown of the entire production for 24 to 48 hours. Instead, producers chose to hire non-union replacements to continue the shoot. So they also just hired in like a bunch of non-union people. Hey, come on in here, you know, check the guns. Are they good? Okay, we're good. Start rolling. So then there's this article right here that says criminal charges not ruled out in shooting on Alec Baldwin film. So there's going to be some people that are going to get charged. I don't know if he's going to actually get charged, but he is a producer. That's the thing. That's that's why Alec Baldwin is kind of in kind of in some some shit. He's up to his balls and some shit here because he is a producer on the film, he did just charge the weapon. I mean, it's just sad, man. David's story came out yesterday that said crew members were playing with prop guns in Kansas City. This whole thing is a shit show. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. That's what the previous article just just mentioned. That they were just they were they were doing something called plinking. It's crazy. This whole they just need to shut down this entire this thing. I I, I can't even see how they can even continue shooting this movie. Criminal charges have not been ruled out. In the a fatal accident, accidental shooting by actor Alec Baldwin on the set of a Western film, the local district attorney said on Tuesday, Santa, uh, Santa Fe County District Attorney Mary Carmack Altwees, uh, in an interview with the New York Times, also said it was incorrect to refer to the firearm used in the incident as a prop gun, as it has been in the media reports. Yes, it was a real fucking gun. That's the thing. They keep on saying prop gun. It was a real fucking gun. And she says right here, it was a legit gun. It was a antique era appropriate gun. The prosecu- prosecutor said 
an enormous amount of bullets had been found on the set and an investigation was needed in the nature of that ammunition. So there was like live rounds on the set. What the fuck was happening on here? It's crazy. It's insane. I mean, talk about not, there's so many, I mean, the, the people that came out about it too. I mean, there are people that, I mean, yes, I don't think Alec Baldwin should just get like all the heat like some people are giving him. I think he should get some because, yes, he is a producer on the set. Being a producer and being the star of the movie, he should have been like, hey, come on, guys. I mean, this shit's not going to happen on a Tom Cruise fucking movie. I guarantee you. Not going to happen on a Tom Cruise movie. And it's interesting, too, because I have... And I think even, uh, I think Steven tweeted it out too the other day, was the fact that even like uh, on Army of the Dead, they were using like essentially airsoft guns. I don't know if you were familiar with airsoft guns. Those are actual prop guns. I have an airsoft gun that I have two airsoft guns that you literally, you know, you hook it up to uh, some, some compressed air, you put them in it, it'll give you a kickback and it looks legit. Obviously, you got to add the plume in post. Yeah, you got to add the little, you know, firing plume. You got to add that in post. But it's like, that's usually, I thought, I thought when it came to movies nowadays, it's like, you're not using actual real, actual guns that are, because obviously when you're, you know, the kickback is, it's going to be a lot stronger than a prop gun. And when you watch movies nowadays, I mean, you don't, you're not seeing much kickback when it comes to like those guns. So they're mainly using prop guns. But I, I understand with this one, they wanted to use something that was more old westerny, and it look what happened. Look what happened. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. Apparently, Jose wasn't paying attention, but yeah, it's very sad, man. Very sad. She was 42 years old. She was known in the business and uh, excited to work on this uh, on this film, and ends up getting shot, man. It's just sad, but they're gonna have to. I, I can't see them continuing this movie. I really can't. I really can't. And uh, man. It's going to be uh, interesting to see what happens. Uh-oh, the Astros just scored. Um, like I said, don't rule them out. Um, but uh, it's going to be, I mean, Baldwin's in hot water. He really is. I mean, I, I wouldn't put full blame on him, but, you know, there is going to be, he's got to be accountable for a little bit because his production, and he fired the gun. He should have been, it should have been triple checked. All should have, even when he yelled cold gun, he should have even checked it too. I don't know how you determined whether, you know, and that's got to be scary too. It's got to be scary too. I mean, even though you have blanks, I mean, it's a fucking live weapon. Even though there's blanks, that's got to be a little skittish. And then the fact that, you know, obviously the camera was angled in such a way where he had to fire it and it was probably close up and then boom. God damn it, man. Ah, that's just some scary shit right there. Scary shit. Very scary. So anyways... So well, I guess we'll see what happens when it comes to all that. I guess we'll see what happens. Anyways, all right, guys. Well, that's all the topics right there. When it comes to uh, Tuesday, let's go to the uh, Twitter questions. See what questions you guys um, fired off at me over here in the Twitter world. Yeah, it's just sad, though. But, yeah, I, I, that movie's not going to get made. Nobody's going to even want to go watch it after hearing all of what happened, so... Yeah, they might they might as well just scrap that entire movie. Sucks, but what can he do? Alright, let's see what's going on. Mr. Eric M. Blake. Yo, Dave. So, Leonidas aside, what character, what Snyder character would you most want to see a prequel about? Huh. 
Snyder character, eh. I mean, not the obvious ones, but if you're talking about actual Snyder characters, um, let's see a prequel on that hospital in Sucker Punch. <laughs> Oscar Isaac in Sucker Punch. <clears throat> let's see, uh, Brad Curran. So, how about uh, Iku Awais? I know I'm saying his name wrong. From the Raid movies in The Expendables 4. Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, also, with the new Paranormal Activity hitting uh, Paramount Plus on Friday. That's right, I forgot about that. What are your thoughts on the series and generally of found footage movies? Okay. Um, I thought the Paranormal Activity series was decent, but then it got old pretty quickly because I get why they kept making them every year because they were cheap. They were easy to make, uh, and they made a lot of money. But, you know, after the first one, you kind of go, all right, this is getting old. I like found footage movies. I think they're absolutely fantastic because it adds so much realism. I still have to watch the, the, the newest VHS. I love the VHS movies. The, there's already been three movies when it comes to the VHS franchise. Love them. They're fantastic. Uh, Cloverfield, what Matt Reeves did with Cloverfield, doing a fucking monster movie in New York. As a found footage movie, that's absolutely fantastic. Obviously, Blair Witch, that really uh, got people thinking that it was actually real. It does add realism. If you could do it right, if you could do it pretty right, it adds, you know, some good realism. Even, um, um, what's the, uh, what's the superhero one from, uh, what's his name? Uh, ah, you know what I'm talking about, right? You guys will help me out. I'm totally just drawing a blank on that name. They, they did something pretty unique. When it came to that and showing the powers and that final act was interesting. Uh, yeah, the VHS franchise. Check out VHS, Eric. Check out VHS. It's a, it's a good franchise. Chronicle. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, main man Dano. Yeah, Chronicle. The way that they uh, did the found footage right there was pretty cool. Like having security. They kept c cutting to security footage, cell phone footage. It was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, yeah, I like it. Uh, I like fan footage stuff, so. Uh, Carrie, if Zach casts Anya Taylor-Joy for Rebel Moon, will you ask him to do you a solid and arrange a special meetup? And, Carrie, you really want something to happen there, don't you? Which I, you know, I, don't, I mean, so do I. <laughs> uh, I have a spooky season uh, recommendation. Watch The Vast of Night. It's, a, it's not full-on horror, but if you liked The X-Files or UFO stories, you'd probably dig it. Amazon Prime. Okay. Vast of Night. I love me some uh, alien-type UFO movies, so definitely we'll check that out. Thank you for the recommendation. Michael, if Dune if Dune and Part 2 are the success, I really hope they will be. This makes me wonder, will they divide all of Herbert's incredible six books into two films, making it a masterful 12-film arc? One can only hope, right? Yes, exactly. I know there's more. I mean... It seems like they're all in in the Dune world, which that's great to hear. I know we're supposed to get that spinoff. Um, we're supposed to get the uh, the spinoff with the Jesuit, um, that whole story and seeing like getting seeing where they all hail from and everything. I mean, they are um, I mean, they're kind of like almost Jedi ish, Jedi esque. So there's a lot to explore there. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Here's live. Look, live. Look at that. There you go. That's what it's like. There you go. Exclusive right here. This is what Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be like. This actually happened in a college classroom. <laughs> it's crazy. 
Crazy. Uh, there's a Spider-Man fan film coming out next year, and I can just say, how is this CGI? And how is this better CGI than the more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is what they were talking about today, Ryan. Uh, the Lotus, Spider-Man Lotus. Yeah, apparently that is. I mean, I guess we'll see what the final product looks like. Yeah, this, this image always looked like shit from Homecoming. That always looked really bad. Ah. Uh, Okay, VF, do you think Dune Part 2 is being made because Warner wants to promote Villeneuve as as their new um, Nolan? I thought it did well in the box office, and I think they just, they're all in on the world. They're just really all in on the world of Dune, so, and possibly that too. Possibly that, too. Um, and then this is kind of funny. You're unable to view this tweet because this account owner limits who can view their tweets. So somebody tweeted me that I can't view their question. That's pretty funny. But apparently, Eric, you uh, you responded to it. All right. And then finally, John Murdoch Wayne. This flew under the radar last night. Okay. Only 40% of David Ayer's Suicide Squad is in the theatrical cut. What? So we have, okay, okay, 40%, 40%. What was, uh, what was Zach's? Zach, uh, Zach's was like, what, about 20%? Even less than that? I forgot what, 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 what was, uh, what was uh, the Justice League? What, what percentage was that? I, I totally forgot. Um, and I believe this too, by the way, because this is RT, the air cut. This is release the air cut user because um you know these guys are very much in the know i always find it weird though that they always have to mention like which admin tweeted it out it's like just who cares who cares which admin tweeted it out it's the only thing that i would recommend them stop doing (laughs) we don't care about who which admin is uh tweeting it out maybe there's going to be a reveal once the air cut gets released they're going to reveal i am admin one i am admin two who knows anyways um 40%. 40%. So, yeah, I definitely believe this because they probably got this from David Ayer. That's my guess. They definitely got that from David Ayer. So, because they got all the scenes and the, uh, those shots, screenshots of, from, from his cut. And of course, the, the script. So, hmm. Another, yeah, another 40 club. Another 40 club member right there, man. You just can't get away from 40. Just can't get away from 40. That's right. It's always 40, guys. That's right. So we got to bring back the 40 club. <laughs> I'm going to probably tweet that out. I'm going to tweet that out after I uh, wrap it up right here. But yeah, 40%, 40, 40, 40. You got to love it. And some people hate it and they try to use that against us. But guess what? We got another 40, 40 number that's going to be part of all this craziness right there. So, But I, have, I absolutely believe that because I am pretty sure they got that from David Ayer himself. Ayer's been fairly quiet when it comes to the Ayer cut. I know some people were thinking that there might have been an announcement at Fandom. I was like, no, it doesn't sound right. If anything, we'll probably get an announcement next year, early next year, if that's going to end up being the case. But who knows? Because God knows when it comes to these aim of the plan, whatever. But 40%. So, man. So we got 60% of new stuff that we'll see in there. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting right there. So I like it. 40%. There you go. Ah, 40 years in the desert, right? 
40%. Man. It's just crazy when it's more than half the movie. Crazy. Because unlike this, unlike Justice, I mean, they didn't bring in a whole other director to try to just redo the whole thing. They kept the same director this time. 40%. So 60% of that is reshoots? That must have been a crazy reshoot schedule, man. 60% reshoots. Jesus Christ. That's insane. That's absolutely insane, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. Anyways, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. All right. Make sure you uh, smash that like, thumbs up before you leave. If you want to join and be part of the post-show members-only stream, go ahead and hit the join button, become a member, do all that. And, uh, yeah, make sure you uh, smash that like, thumbs up, subscribe, do all that stuff. Got the Patreon out there if you want to help out the Patreon which uh, is always helpful, definitely is. And, of course, shirts down below in the Film Junkie Closet. So. All right, guys, I'll see you uh, members over at the, uh, the uh, members-only stream, and uh, I'll see everybody else tomorrow. Like I said, tomorrow's stream is going to be probably at 4.30 because of uh, the Army of Themes virtual thing that's happening. So. I'll see you guys then. Talk to you later.